aboard! This is Captain Rex from the cockpit. I know this is probably your first flight, and it's mine too. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Three Guys on the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George, Leo, and Hunter. Hey guys! And for the first time in a long time, a special guest mouse, James. What's up, pals? And today we're going to be talking more about uh, current Disney. Now, here we go. current Disney going on right now. Uh, I know it's been a little while. Sorry, some of us uh, got stuff to do and I'm dropping things around me. But, uh, no, so I just wanted to update with like a couple things that we're interested in, obviously. Uh, one thing is the, uh, as I'm sure anyone that follows Disney knows, the mask mandates have ended, which is good news for Hunter because uh, he hates masks because he, uh, <laughs> people don't know this, but uh, Hunter is Bane. <laughs> oh, you think the mass mandates are shit with you? <laughs> no, but uh, you know, it's uh, we're in like a weird place. I know we talked about it a little off mic, but you know, we're we're in support of mass mandates when they're needed and uh, all that. But we're also, you know, enjoying the idea that I don't have to wear them, right? You oh, know, yeah. uh, mouth breathing around people again. That's that's what we like. Yeah, the only thing I'm not excited for is that when you're waiting to ride, like a Pinocchio ride or whatever, you get all close to people. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm like, the only bad thing is, it's like, I'm gonna have to carry a mask to cover the BO smell from the other dads. Like, sir, I know it's Southern California and it's hot, but don't wear a tank shirt if you don't know what a shower is. <laughs> That's why I carry deodorant in my backpack. That's speed stick. <laughs> you know, interesting thing about speed stick, it actually uh, smells worse than me. <laughs> you don't realize how much you get, how much people stink until you take those things off too. Yeah. How long has it been? Like two years now? My, yeah. My favorite complaint always, though, because uh, I work at a casino, my favorite complaint always was when guests would be like, masks are bad. They're like, my mask always smells really bad after like an hour. And I'm just like, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> that's you not brushing your teeth. You smell <laughs> you, bro. It smells like, it, it smells like rotten food. Yeah, I have a it's reason. Like, Sir, you know why your dentist wears a face mask when he's working on your mouth? It's because of the stench coming out. It's the halitosis. It's the halitosis. <laughs> no, but uh, I just wanted to mention that really quickly. Uh, it is ending, uh, so now you can choose if you want to wear it. I know uh, some people, like my wife, will still be wearing them because, you know, that's what she does. But, uh, you know, uh, it's your choice now, so that's cool. But on that... I have a couple awesome things. This is the thing, I feel like this is just an annual thing for us now, is that Soarin' Over California is back again. Like some people are like, oh, Main Street Electrical Parade is coming back. I'm like, I could care less. I've seen that. I, I want Paint the Night again. Yes. I don't care. I want Paint the Night back. But Soarin' Over California coming back is just so nice uh, for it to come back. Uh, it's going to be back March 4th through uh, April 26th. Uh, what do you guys think of Soren coming back? I mean, I, I definitely can't wait to bring my camera and take a video of a video again. I don't know, um, 
have you guys gone on it since they've changed it over? When they've done this like limited time magic, as they call it or whatever? Uh, me and Courtney did it last year, I think, when it came back. Um, it looks fine, like, you still have your choppy bits yeah. where you're like, uh... I was gonna say, that's the only bad part, genuinely, is that it doesn't fit the screen anymore, and it's very obvious because there's a blue, like, surrounding line around it, and it's very, like, noticeable, and that's where, uh, you know, I've said it many times, uh, I was saying it today, because one of my friends said that he, uh, as soon as he heard that, uh, Zorn over California was coming back, that he's gonna go back for it, and I'm just like, we don't care about Zorn over the world. If you did an update to Zorn over California, I think everybody would love that better. Yeah, you know, when I went uh, to Disneyland, like, I only rode uh, around the world just once. Yeah. Every time I go, they always announce that they're coming back because, like, the California one is yeah. coming back. So I only rode it once, and now when you announce saying that it's coming back, I'm like, great, and I guess I'm back to oh, awesome. the other one. I know we've mentioned that multiple times, but it did occur to me that my daughter, who is eight, has been on Soarin' Over California more times than Soarin' Over the World in her life. And I just think it's a little funny and a little silly that we don't go on that in the world one, but man, when it's California, we go right back. Like, alright, alright. Well, I mean, we've discussed it, I think, before, probably even in the last episode, where a big issue with it is it doesn't match up with our or with the theming. I get that DCA, we still have this constant thing of like, what's the theming going on here? I didn't but, know if the theming is uh, throw a bunch of stuff <laughs> together and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, a theme park that failed, and then they tried to fix it. Basically, the universal method, if you, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> the ride that <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the ride works great in Epcot because you know, for that theming, cool. You know, you're in Epcot. Yeah. You're in the World Showcase. Awesome. Do the around the world thing. You're going to yeah. Disneyland. We're, we're, we're here for California, man. Yeah. So, do you guys believe that, I mean, that they should upgrade uh, that ride, just like only California? Yeah, that's yeah. what he was, Yasha yeah. was saying. It's just, I, I would argue, just up, up that's what, what they don't realize is, uh, like, for instance, my friend at work today, he told me he hasn't been on Around the World, but he watched it on YouTube, and he said he thought it was terrible. And uh, it's that thing where, um, like, it's hard to, like, say what it is, but it's something about the it being super local, being California, and it's showing you things that, like, normal people don't really get to see, like, you know, the Redwood Creek, like, for real, like, the uh, oceans and stuff. It's, like, things that you're like, no, this feels like how it should. It feels like home. It feels like all this stuff that I feel like is what we describe Disneyland as, where around the world feels like Disney World. You know, it's cheap, it doesn't care about you, and it only wants to show you the things it wants to show you. It feels like a... <laughs> <laughs> to me, it just feels like a, like a glorified poster. Yeah. Uh, poster card. I think James is saying it pretty much correctly. It's like, Soarin' Over California is like the original Star Wars trilogy. And Zorn over the world is Last Jedi. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> We're in it. We just had to put the random hate in there. So that was a good one. <laughs> no, yeah, but um, and ultimately, yeah, I, I prefer California over it. So I'm excited for that. I'm uh, literally I'm thinking now how I'm gonna get there. I mean, my kids are already excited to go. 
that even though no one's saying that we're planning it. Uh, they were asking the Magic 8-Ball the other day if uh, we were going to go to Disneyland this week, and I just kept turning to them, and I was like, don't count on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing, though, and this is, uh, you know, for the Judge Dooms of us, you know, which we found out last time that George is one of them. It's closing for a refurb, and they will be getting rid of things and uh, changing things. The biggest thing was that they uh, officially said that Roger Rabbit, Minnie's house, and Mickey's house are all staying, but Goofy's house, Donald's boat, and Gadget's Gold Coaster would all be getting some sort of refurb, but they're being very vague about what that means. And uh, I know we discussed this off mic, but if you look at the concept art, it's pretty obvious that Gadget's Gold Coaster isn't in it, so a lot of people are freaking out right now online, on Twitter, you know, if you believe in the Twitterverse. But, uh, I know people are freaking out because they're like, I have a feeling like this ride's about to leave. Which would be a shame, because I, I know... We've, we've all had our days where growing up we would ride that like three, four times in a row just because, you know, you get to a point where you get to the station as a little kid and like, you want to go again? Yeah, sure. I say get rid of them. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is uh, it's like PTSD from last week when I listened. I, I don't agree. I don't think you should get rid of it. It's... We'll, we'll get more on Roger Rabbit soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely a, a great coaster if it's your first time on a coaster. Yeah, it's a good, small coaster. Uh, and on top of that, um, it does really give a reference to uh, something that, like, uh, for all of us 90 kids, is Chippendale Rescue Rangers. But then it also seems weird, because you're about to have a movie coming out that is literally showcasing those characters. Yeah. So it's a little odd that they're like, yeah, rip it out. Uh, I was going to say, are they going to get rid of it, or are they just going to breathe? Yeah, we're not sure. <laughs> That's the thing, is we're not sure what they're going to do. Like I said, it's yeah, just... how Disney are. Eagle-eyed viewers noticed that uh, in the concept art they released of the reimagining of Toontown, you don't see it in the back, and they're like, wait, what, what's going back there? I mean, I'll, for me, I, I would argue the angle they're using, it's hard to tell what is supposed to be in the back. Because you can definitely see Goofy's house and Donald's boat, but you can't tell really anything. Right, um, there's, there's trees and shrubbery in the way. I mean, if you really want to get on that, though, they've been uh, they've been getting rid of the Chippendale stuff the whole time. I mean, James remembers when they first opened, they had the Chippendale ball pit, and then they had the house, and it had a slide in it. Now it's just a stairwell, and it doesn't make any sense. It's like, so you can go in this, like, incredibly tiny tree and crawl up it through the smallest freaking stairs ever, and then take a big stairwell set outside, or you could just walk away from it. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting you know, I'm not claustrophobic. That thing terrifies me, because like, the whole time you're like, you're like the, the walls are coming in! The ball pit, I, I don't understand why it's still there. Like, I can see it. It's got like leaves <laughs> building up that, in it. <laughs> for me, as a Judge Joomer, this is so needed right now, because I the last time I went, or not even the last time, the time before, we went over there and I was like, Donald's house looks terrible. It's like trash. Like, it, that place, it's like, once again, almost the same thing. It's a stairwell up to the second floor and that's basically it. You're just like, there's nothing there. Yeah, and like our podcast before, we talked about this, like, they upgraded, like, they just painted everything, like, trying to make everything clean, but still not enough. And like, my argument is like, 
we talked about this, just, I would seriously say, just take the whole thing apart and just redo it. Now, is it possible? Probably not. But, uh... Well, they're, they're doing their best shot at it. Because, like, in the concept art, they also show, like, they're going to redo that, um... That fountain that's in front of Mickey's house. And you, you can see clearly that it's new Mickey and Minnie. And I was like, okay, so they're getting... That's where I'm like, maybe we are going to see, like, a little jump in things. Uh, especially the houses. It's like... Uh, for Goofy and Donald, is it's like they're gonna give a little love to it, and also you know I mean I, the last time I went into Mickey's house, like they need to upgrade that a little too, because like those pictures and stuff they're so faded and ugly looking. Um, just a random Also, don't touch Roger Rabbit. It's all we have left. Don't touch anything. Hundred percent on Roger Rabbit. I, you know, honestly, it's a good ride too. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It's great. As weird as the the, as the Jessica Rabbit changes, I don't get that. So, like, I get it, where they're like, oh, like, the over-sexualization or whatever. I'm like, I get it. Uh, it's, I mean, let's be real, that's a PG-13 movie that they turned into a kid's ride, and it's like, is it, though? Is it really a kid's ride? <laughs> but I, uh, I think we discussed that, right? Um, yeah. Before, I definitely, I was like, I can back you on the idea. I think the execution was poor. Because it's like, there's no real explanation. And she's just kind of there now, in like, uh, in, you know, a different outfit, and I'm just like, what? Like, it doesn't make real sense. Yeah, what, is she a private investigator or something like that? Uh, I hate to say it again, but it was a very Ryan Johnson, Last Jedi way <laughs> of storytelling. That it was just like, what if now she's just wearing a, uh, an overcoat, and we're like, she's a detective, and you're like, but there's no explanation. Look, in Last Jedi, we didn't have to explain anything. Just all of a sudden... Luke Skywalker is a douchebag. We don't know why. He just is. <laughs> that's, that's only for Nathan. <laughs> Since he said that we we aren't hating on it, well, I guess we yeah, gotta, I gotta overdo it. Overdo it. it. Imagine if they get rid of like that name also, like and they name something else. I don't see them doing that. It's too much like. So Mickey's Toontown is gonna stay because uh, that's the thing is their big expansion, which uh, we talked about that off mic. I think I'm the only one that's been on it, right? Making a mini yeah, 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 yeah. That ride, as much as I'm sure listeners would remember me hating that it's basically the black box ride oh, idea. I do hate it. <laughs> uh, that ride is spectacular, and I was just I'm still floored at it. Where I'm just like, this ride when it opens, people are gonna be like. I don't know what we were doing without this here. And it's huge, too. I saw a picture the other day on uh, Instagram. Someone was showing of how big that show building really is. It takes up the whole land. Like, it's it's behind the land, but you can see it. And they're like, yo, it's the it's literally the length of the whole land. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. I think Toontown, it would be great if they did something with the app. Like, kind of what they wanted to do with Star Wars Galaxy Edge. I don't know. Oh, did you hear about that, actually? Just a random note. No. Uh, so for the Star Wars Star Cruiser thing? Whatever. But uh, one of the things was that the Magic Band, it, they were referring to it as a data bands to make it fit in the Star Wars ideology or whatever. But people, like, guess were getting confused at what a data band was, and they're like, is this another thing I have to buy? And then they drop the turf and just it's put it back band. down as Magic Band. And they're like, so are we breaking that wall again? And I'm just like, no, you know what it is? You're an idiot. Like, <laughs> I, look, I've said this a thousand times. 
Star Wars fans don't care. Like, I don't know why. I, I saw someone the other day griping about it, where they were like, they were like, you know, the problem with Galaxy's Edge is that they don't push hard enough that it's set in the new movies. And I'm like, no. The real problem is that they need to realize that Star Wars fans don't care. Like, I saw, I argued with someone the other day, and they were like, they were like, so you're telling me if you saw Kylo Ren and Darth Vader walking around Galaxy's Edge, you wouldn't freak out? And I'm like, no. You know why? Because it's made up. It's not real. <laughs> you're like, I'd be probably Yo, freaking out for a different reason. We went reason. to Star Wars weekends, and that's like one of the greatest things I've ever seen was yeah. seeing just every character everywhere. I still, when we went to the, um, was it the, uh, the stupid, uh, what, what did they call it in t uh, Tomorrowland? The Star Wars thing? Oh, there? Seasons of the Force. Seasons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when they had Boba Fett walking around for no reason inside the cantina area, that was great. No one was like, yeah. I don't understand what timeline we're in. Yeah, Star Wars Weekends is, is the best example because uh, there was one time when we were out there in Florida, they had Boba Fett and Jango Fett walking yes. next to each other, <laughs> greeting people. You're like, you want to talk about weird continuity? That's the same armor. Yeah. I mean, we didn't care. We're like, dude, we get both of the bounty hunters yeah. here. And, and that's what if we see both of them? <laughs> like, I hate to say this, and this is going to be probably a first and only, but the superior thing with Universal is when it comes to Harry Potter, they don't care two craps about what a timeline is because both those lands are in different timelines and then the train is in its, uh, a is different, it a different timeline too. <laughs> so I'm like, well, because, you know, Hogsmeade is, is set in um, Goblet of Fire. Yep. But then the train ride is set in uh, the third one. Prisoner of Azkaban. And then you go to Diagon Alley and it's set in Deathly Hallows. So you're just like, does now, where not, am I? nothing matters to them? But I'm like, that's what makes it superior. They were like, no, who cares? They're like, these people just want Harry Potter stuff. They don't, they're not saying they're like, well, uh, technically. Maybe, maybe it's a uh, weird way of, of paying homage to, uh, to Back to the Future since they got rid of that. Hey. Don't start on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, a, it's an homage to uh, the fact that Universal doesn't care about anything. <laughs> but, I digress. <laughs> For now. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, back to what I was saying. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, and we were talking about this offline, too, is that I feel like a worry about Gadget's Go Coaster leaving is that Gadget's Go Coaster is like a deep attraction, right? Uh, or like, yeah, C or C D, or D whatever. But, um, it's like, the idea is you're gonna, if they do get rid of it, I can't help but be like, so your idea is we're gonna have two e-tickets in the same area. And it's like, that's not gonna cause more people in the area, it's gonna cause more people to choose one, and you know which one they're gonna choose, they're gonna choose the new one. Wait, yeah, two e-tickets. You're talking about Roger Rabbit? Is, Roger Rabbit no, I'm gonna slap you. No, don't make no, me slap you. This is not, I, I'm this being is. serious. Roger Rabbit is an e-ticket. It's considered an e-ticket. Uh, if you consider a 10, 15 minute ride to get on. Uh, uh, I once stood no, in a 60 minute line for it. That's pretty rare to wait that little for. Uh, it's usually. I'm, I'm used to waiting 45 minutes. Yeah, you're you're thinking right now in the pandemic uh, style crowds that we get because uh, that's a joke, right? That's why uh, if you recall, I criticized the Genie Plus. It's Genie Plus doesn't make sense because Genie Plus tries to like direct you around the park, but you're just like right now there's not enough crowds for that to matter. The only thing that does matter is there's a couple rides that you ultimately need uh, your fast pass for, and 
and that's Rise of the Resistance is really the only one right, right. now. But as those crowds get bigger, it's going to go back to normal, where you're going to have all the e-tickets are going to be around an hour, and Roger Rabbit was always like 45 to an hour. Yeah. And that's why like every time I've, uh, I, I think... I think the most time I went on is at least I think I've only, 30 minutes. Yeah, I think I've only waited in the line once for that, for that because it's usually so long. But, you know, I've been back there like twice now. Uh, and realistically, I, I rarely go to Toontown anyway because it's garbage. But uh, <laughs> if I go to Toontown, it's to ride the train. It's to ride the train. Guys, it's coming soon. Oh, it's it's yeah. going away. Wait. It won't, and that's where it we will. get to our next point, is the Chip and Dale trailer is, was a pleasant surprise because I will say I'm a John Mulaney fan and an Andy Samberg fan and a Lonely Island fan, but I w did not believe in the project when they announced it. I was <laughs> like, why would it be these guys? And uh, then, of course, John Mulaney had his uh, drug thing happen. But uh, that trailer, I was, like, impressed because... I honestly, uh, we said this off mic, but, um, I thought that what we were gonna get was Lady and the Tramp, the live-action Lady and the Tramp, where it's like, you're just gonna give me, or, you know, what is it, uh, you could even go Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Jungle Book, where it's like, you're just gonna give me something I already know, just live-action with CGI over it for some reason. Right. And what they gave us was, I, I guess I should have known with all those people involved that they weren't gonna go for that. Um, oh, I mean, we saw in the trailer there's more of their friends in it, but I was, like, surprised that the storyline is Chip and Dale had this amazing show, then uh, the show ended, and now it's them 30 years later trying to make a comeback, and I'm just like, oh, I love this. I, I feel like it's a very, um... Uh, uh, it's a very Michael Eisner idea, though. I feel like it feels like something Michael Eisner would have been pushing. Like, let's do a movie where Chip and Dale are faded stars and they're trying to uh, make a comeback. And I'm just like, that feels like Michael Eisner. Because, you know, Bob Chapek doesn't have ideas. He's just a funny, you know, what is it, a bean counter? That's the nicest thing to say about him. Yeah. No, but uh, I'm excited about the movie. Uh, there's only one real thing I didn't like, and... Uh, that's the animation style that they chose for the hand. Because, you know, it's obviously supposed to look like hand-drawn, but it's not. And I was very upset with the CGI hand-drawn that they went with, because it's very obvious that it's CGI hand-drawn. Right. That's the only thing I really didn't like. But then I like the little joke. I like the little, like, uh, kind of fourth wall jokes in there. You know, when, uh, when he sees Dale and Dale's like, yeah, I got the CGI surgery. I thought that yeah. was so funny. I love that. <laughs> so stupid. And I, and I love that, uh, it's the whole crew. Monterey Jack is in there. Um, Gadget, I'm assuming, will be in there too. Yeah, I was like, you don't see yet. Roger Rabbit was in it. <laughs> yeah. That, that too, I, that was the biggest thing is I felt like I should have known knowing who these people are, that they were going to want it to be, to feel more like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like that world, where it's like, it's a world where it's our world, with those tunes being real things that, like, live in our world with us. Which would probably bring back the Toontown idea, where it's like, yeah, they live, they have their own area that they live in. Segregation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny, right, because we all, with the exception of George Love, Roger Rabbit here, and, uh, <laughs> It's, it's probably like right. It's just I just think that it's not like the next five years, like with the next generation or right now, how it is. It's they're gonna Disney's gonna notice that like oh people. The reason why people are going on right now is because of dads 
or grandparents and taking these kids, but the kids aren't gonna write it again. They're gonna write like much bigger life. And like I know with like with like my kids, like if they write it, like oh cool, it spins around, move on. I don't know this writer, you know. And like then they're gonna watch the movie. So I feel like it's Disney Plus. <laughs> Why haven't they watched? I'm not the trying movie? to push Rocketeer on you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, just, hey. I just think it's gonna be. If it's gonna be more like. This, uh, Roger Rabbit ride, ride is meant for, like, because it came out, what, in the 80s? Nin the 1989. 1989. Okay, late 80s. And then and the then ride 90s. comes out. And then the ride comes out in the 90s. Yeah, well, I'm saying that that's like an old you, ride. You have to think about it like this. First of all, Disney is old, right? That's, that's, what we're, that's what we do here. No, we yeah. like nostalgia. No, but, um, Rocket <laughs> Rabbit, uh, I know I went over it a little. You have to remember, Rocket Rabbit was a huge success. And at that, he was a big property. The problem became Steven Spielberg. And that's the only real reason we didn't get... They were playing multiple rides. We only ever got one ride. And multiple because, rides and, and uh, film franchises. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and a show. What, they're, and a show, they're yeah. even thinking about doing a sequel still. And that's the thing is that they still want to do it. The problem is Steven Spielberg owns 50% of that character. And that becomes the actual issue. Yeah, uh, Handle and Entertainment or whatever, right? Yeah, to me... The real, uh, it's kind of like Tron, where it's like, I have my nostalgia and my love, uh, and Disney is finally coming around to understanding that, but at the same time, I'm like, I can understand, uh, Tron is more, it's harder, I think, to understand, because, like, the Tron light cycle run, it's like, that's a cool idea, and it looks cool, but also, you're basing it on an IP that you've done two movies on, and neither one worked, like, neither one were box office smashes. Both of them legit had to rely on becoming cult movies. Yeah. And we're like, hey, you know, that's considering I like Tron Legacy oh, as soon as I said. I love Tron uh, Legacy. But, you know, that that's the thing is that um, I think Rocket Rabbit, I think, will always be a better uh, property to, like, base stuff off of because it's like, I mean, it, it was such a big hit. It's like people still watch what? that and people will still, will still talk about it. Star Wars. Star Wars for, what, 30, uh, almost like 30 we years did that many movies. Yeah. yeah, where they, they where just kept I, living off of the fans that were Until I was like six years old, we had no new Star Wars movie. We grew up with the, with the original trilogy. I feel like you can't. No, uh, you can't. Can. No, you can. can. Yes, you can. Listen to me first. No, it's no. It's because every time. What? No. Every, no. Every time they bring back Roger Rabbit, that's where you see it. Is when every time they do bring him out as a character, what happens? It gets a huge bump. Every time any sort of Roger Rabbit merchandise comes out, they get a huge bump, and I'm like, that's the secret. It's that I think I would also believe that that their merchandising department knows it. They're like, they're like this character is still popular for some weird reason. You can't combine combine with Star Wars and Roger Rabbit. You can't. Like Star Wars is. We're talking about the time jump in between them. We had nothing Star Wars related for twenty to thirty years, and then out of nowhere we got Phantom Menace. So in that thirty years, Phantom Menace was. You forget was bad, and people didn't yeah. like it. So but when that was coming up, we we just had to rely on our parents being like, "No, watch Star Wars," and we did, and we loved it. It's like, well, I mean, a good example. Uh, you guys can't see him, but James came in here with a Robin Hood animated uh, sweater, and it's like, for the longest time, they were just like, "Yeah, this is forgettable." But that's a joke too. Is that recently they figured out that people love that, or Hercules. Hercules was a flop. Yeah. But what happened? The generation (laughs) that grew up with that as a movie is now like, I love that movie. And they're like, 
Oh, okay. We have a whole new merchandise area. Because yeah, I think when you realize when that. you said that Hercules like wasn't a big thing, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that's that's the joke. It's like we remember. It's, it's our generation. We're like, right. Yeah. Uh, Hercules is amazing, and and now Disney is waking up like, I guess we can pump stuff out for and Hercules like, now. Um, like, I still, my son loves Nightmare Before Christmas, and when I was in James remembers this. When we were kids, there was nothing for that because. That was considered scary, and it was considered not for children, but our aunt is insane. And she would show us that movie, that was one of her regular views for us, and we grew up loving it, so when they did Haunted Mansion Holiday, we were all for it. And, uh, I was just reading a thing about that too, where people forget that Haunted Mansion Holiday, the first year people weren't sure if it would come back, because it wasn't that popular. It was like the next year was when people were like, Oh, that thing? I love this! I love Nightmare! And uh, well, that's the joke, is that it took a little while for people the, to catch on, like, Oh yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas is great! I remember I was a little kid, James had like the only piece of merchandise from that ride, and that was that sweatshirt. Yeah, but the... With just his face on it! just his face on it. I have a... <laughs> and then a hat. And then a hat! I legitimately have the, um, I have one from the first year, you know, the 2001, uh, and it's a sweater, uh, it's a, I can't wear it, because it's for kids, I used to wear it, uh, I'm sure you remember, it says Nightmare Before Christmas, it doesn't even say Haunted Mansion Holiday, it says Nightmare Before Christmas on the sleeve, but then the image on it is, night, uh, is uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday, and it says, like, Disneyland 2001, and you're like, what? Okay, I guess. It's a great sweater, I love it. It has, uh, it has, like, all the characters, though. It's, uh, what do they call that? Like, the storybook circus idea or whatever. You know, right. It has all the characters. Right, right. Shock and barrel. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, you know, there could be a day, one day, but I just feel like it also... Yeah. Ultimately, I think Roger Rabbit also is one of those rides. It takes up so little space, it, it's like Country Bears, where it's like, well, what do you put there? Because like, well, it wasn't until Pooh Bear came up that I like, like Country Bears, but when I go to Disney World, I'm just like, why is this here? But I know it's because where it is, there's nothing else that can go right there. Maybe it are, I don't know. But, uh... We are getting to that point. Really <laughs> sit there. Yeah, but that's the thing, is that some... And some things for Disney, like, uh, sometimes it's uh, just spacing. But, uh, look at, um... Uh, I'll give you, if anything... I know they, you know... Going back to the hard numbers, right? I know that they wouldn't get rid of Roger Rabbit because it does well enough. A ride that they would love to get rid of is Finding Nemo, the uh, Nemo submarines. But that ride is popular enough that they justify paying the money to fix it all the time, even though it's uh, literally the most expensive ride to operate. But they're like, like it gets a line. Yeah, but that's the joke. And, that, and every time we do like close it, it yeah. we'll get mad. And enough people like it that they're like, whatever, we'll keep it going. I can't remember the last time I wrote it. That's the thing, is I wrote <laughs> it I wrote it the first year it came back as Nemo, and that was it. Yeah, well, I'm not a big fan of B.O., so I don't like sitting in that little Yeah, sub. pressurized tube? Yeah, with the guy next to you, and you're just like, <laughs> The speed stick has worn off. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hunter. That's the person I'm describing. <laughs> Put your arm down. Anywho. Imagine wearing the mask. Well, oh, oh, yeah, you get up just like, 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 you good? <laughs> I mean, isn't Disney, though, Disneyland especially, just a bunch of old movies that yeah. they haven't come out with anything it's new? It's a park of the sound. Yeah. 
so well, I think we've been writing Haunted Mansion and, and um, Pirates of the Caribbean for 50 years. You know, I still to, write. To Chase take a note, here. yeah, to yeah, take see? a note from uh, George. Those, those aren't the same. Those are their own category because they're considered well, their own standard for writing. I'm but saying that yeah. I would argue Casey Jr. is a great example. It's like you, people don't remember that cartoon or what it's part of because it's part of Dumbo. It's part of Dumbo, uh, but it's still there. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad. Oh, I still have people. People will know. Mr. Toad. Like, yeah. well, no, yeah, people, I, that I yeah. agree. No, people. Like, I have friends. They know uh, Mr. Toad, the ride. But then when I say when I say something about uh, yeah, when I say something about the Wind in the Willows or uh, specifically the Disney one, which is uh, you know Ichabod and uh, Mr. Toad, they're like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Go on Disney," and they're like, "I don't know." They're like, "There's a source material to this." I thought it was yes! just a ride. <laughs> they're just like, "What a strange ride." We've hit a point, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Roger Rabbit is kind of in that too, where you hit a point where people, you know, people have it. seen the ride so much they don't even know it's based on anything. They're like, "Oh, well, it's its own thing over here." And they walk, and they go home and go on Disney Plus. This movie's great. I mean, you know, stuff like that happens. People forget a uh, certain stuff. I laughed the other day when we were doing the quiz uh, thing, and uh, your sister was like, "Who's Madame Mim?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Mad Mad Mim?" Yeah, she's the bad guy of Sword in the Stone. Mad Mad Mim. Yeah, this isn't like a, was it American Tale where it's like, no, it's forgettable because it sucks. Yeah, I just want like Tintown to be like the big thing again, like that guy's kids, whatever. Like I, I love going to Tintown. Once again, when that, when that Mickey and Minnie opens, it will. It, it's gonna draw it a crowd. Is, like that is such a good ride. I, I cannot. I don't know if you've watched it, but like even yeah, watching, watch watching a video of it, it doesn't like it doesn't. Uh, it's not the same as like when you write it, because like when it changes scenes, like those projections are so well done. You're just like you're in amazement. Just like you do feel like it's a cartoon, and you're on the train, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, well, that's the thing is you go into these big rooms and there's stuff going on, but then like they'll change while you're in it, and you feel like it's a cartoon. You're just like this is all real, like. Dude, the funniest one is like, uh, you do this one part where, uh, you're, what is it, you're on like a, a river or whatever, and you're about to go down a, a waterfall, and they have this spot where like, uh, there's these leaves, and they open, and Mickey and Minnie are behind it, and you're like, what the, and then they close, but then, uh, you know, when you fall down the waterfall, uh, you're underwater now, and the whole scene changes, and they cover Mickey and Minnie again, and you don't even notice that they were there, and I'm just like, this is so well done. Yeah, I, I caught up with the new animation of Mickey and Minnie because of my daughter, so like I'm excited for it. I know Hunter doesn't like. Anything. I don't <laughs> like. I don't like the way new Mickey looks. That's that's my. You that's get, a small you issue. You gotta get on the Chippy Bird, bro. Nah. <laughs> I have two of those thirty dollars plushies at my house, and I had to buy three because my daughter left one on the sky. So, oh no. James, do you like, you like the new animation? I honestly don't. I agree with Hunter. It's an ugly animation. It's super I ugly. I don't like that. Goofy doesn't wear pants. It bothers me so much. I'm like, why is he I feel like Goofy looks like a bum. Yeah. And he's gross. Sitting by 7-Eleven. He's gross. I need to make voice Oh, yeah. Well, that's because he's the only one. Uh, they don't have uh, Brett Ewan doing his voice. Uh, the guy who actually writes the Mickey cartoons, he does Mickey. That's why the voice is different. It's, it's actually a different thing. He's gonna get like, uh, maybe he's gonna get like how Walt was, and he's like, like, I don't know, you guys don't have the right sound. Like, oh my god, then you do it, man! <laughs> do it yourself, then. <laughs> Damn it,
guess I'll do it myself. <laughs> nah, um, I did want to end the show, though, talking about a couple, uh, things that I know on social media, just uh, so you guys know, like, some things that we follow. First of all, I came across this new Instagram page that I really like. Uh, what is it? It's like 37,000, I think is um, how many followers yeah. I have. But uh, it's called Target Does Disney, and I love it because, like, we're Target fans anyway. But it's literally just this girl, like, posting on her Instagram story all the time with the new Disney stuff that they're selling at Target. And I love it because I'm, I mean, it's stuff that I noticed, but I'm like, nice. It, it's like, it's sort of like, you know, if you follow, like, Disneyland News Today and uh, WDW uh, News Today, how the call would be like, new item drop, and you're like, I saw that two weeks ago, bro. <laughs> you behind. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> Where were you? No, but uh, it's a cool uh, Instagram account. Uh, this one actually, James, is, uh, he's the one that introduced me to. It's called uh, Sounds of Disney. It's a podcast. It's actually really cool. It's uh, something. But uh, yeah. yeah, basically the idea is it's like uh, it's audio of him like walking around the parks, and it gives you like that kind of feeling like when you are missing it, or like I've been using it when I'm like stressed out. It calms me down. Then they also have some episodes where it's just uh, actual audio, uh, or you know. Um, from like the soundtrack. I uh, keep saying it, the second episode is the worst because it's supposed to be the pirate's cue loop. And all it is is he took the pirate's overture, three minute song from the album, and put it on a 30 minute loop. And I'm just like, yo, that's not the same thing. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> I want to hear it mixed in with the, you know, sound of the boats coming in and, you know, the <laughs> Right? <laughs> I wanted to be realistic so I can almost smell yeah, that yeah. gross water smell. Yeah, the, yeah. the sound of the people eating their dinners as they look over at you staring back at them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you're spending a lot, but I'm on a ride. <laughs> I always say that you look at those rich people like eating their food. I know. I'm just like, if I could just ruin their escargot right now. <laughs> hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! What you late? <laughs> We're planning on going tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, you got a reservation? I don't really know. <laughs> Honestly, it's a good idea, though. I, I find myself now every day driving to work listening to it. But then now I notice, if it doesn't say binaural audio, yeah. I skip it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just like recordings and, uh, you know, like I said, like the pirate one where you're just like, yo, I don't want to hear this. Oh, here's a 30-minute loop of one song. No, nah, uh, you know, if I want to kill myself, I'll just kill myself. I'm not going to listen to the soundtrack. My iPhone has the ability to loop songs. Yeah, uh, I also live in the future, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I can put it on a timer. Yeah, even when I'm at work or just driving home, like, I still listen to the, like, what is it, Legendary Disneyland, uh, album, whatever? Yeah. They're all pretty good. Oh, the blue ones? Yeah, the blue ones. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Um, and it sounds That was for the 60th, right? Yep. The Diamond Sound. Cheers. Once again, I just want to bring up that Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary isn't going well, but, you know. That's what they get. <laughs> Wait, they turned 50. <laughs> <laughs> see? 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 Look how well they're doing. Look at the random cupcakes they had over at the... I love the cupcakes <laughs> on the birthday. And, and I hate that they blame the pandemic now. Oh, we can't do that because of COVID. I'm like, nah, bro. You you can you can sneeze in my face if you're giving me a <laughs> If you're giving me a free pastry. <laughs> I, I love those. I, I think it sucks that uh, I, I hate when businesses use the pandemic to cover up being cheap. 
Oh, uh, we can't do that because of the pandemic. Oh, you can't give me free water because of the pandemic? <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> like, it's unhygienic to give me a water cup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, we don't do that anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I'll just go spend my hard-earned cash on a bottle of water! <laughs> that, I mean, my, my company did that. We had a, we had a, uh, water fountain, a drinking water fountain, and they took it out because they're like, oh, for the pandemic. And I'm like, no. It's because you were like, we're sick of people coming in and filling their water bottles. So you were like, yeah, we're not going to operate anymore. So, well, I want to go back a little bit with the masking. Are they going to keep doing this with the, with the, uh, the yeah, basically? Oh, yeah, with the characters they are. Because, yeah, you know, oh. they have to protect their employees, though. That's the joke, is that when people are like, dude, they're giving us the free... I'm like, nah, dude. I'm like, they're doing what every company wanted to, which is, we'll protect ourselves. Y'all can do whatever you want to kill hey, yourselves. Which is funny, because remember when we went to Disneyland, there was a Dracula guy. This guy was holding on to everyone like that, but, but the Doc guy, uh, Doc, he was just like, no, no, six feet. Well, I mean, it works with his character. Oh, oh! But it's, it just tells me that Universal, they're like, hey, if you want to give him a hug and die, and Universal, they don't care about your Anyway, <laughs> they're like, you work for us? Oh, I mean, we'll kill you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you want a hug? I'll give you a hug. Like, okay. And and Doc's like, oh, go country. Yeah, I'm a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I know COVID. Believe the scientist. <laughs> we all know Dracula doesn't believe in science. <laughs> Everything about him is against science. Like, I just want you dead. <laughs> yeah, he, it's, he has his own reasons for it. He's trying to get you in the grave. Alright, so that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, obviously, send us your hate uh, for George's rock or rabbit hatred for some reason. Uh, don't email at me. Email at him. <laughs> but, um, Put in the email who you're, uh, who you're attacking. No, yeah, um, you know, uh, definitely we're going to try to be a little better with this. Putting these out. I know I'm always busy. But uh, you know, George and Hunter never have anything. Oh yeah, George. George has two babies. Uh, I have my my job where I'm trying to get promoted again. Hunter Hunter doesn't have anything going on. He just has a dog. Hey, and a dog yaps at him. The dog is mean to me. Hey, uh, just a big shout out to James. Like the last podcast, I was like, hey, leave a comment. Have like. <laughs> he, he, he wrote it. He was like, just a heads up, you're wrong. He came up quick. <laughs> hey, he's right, let you know, you're wrong. <laughs> he's like, I just want to throw in some thoughts about this. And then he was like, S- put me on the cast. Put me on the pod. I need to say some things. I literally was driving to work and I was like, wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, you should have been there live. I was just like, oh, end the episode now. I edit some of them, but like, that long quiet. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> nah. there, there's, there's funny moments, right? Uh, no, yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, always uh, make sure to subscribe and follow us. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, um, Spreaker. You can download direct uh, at geocomedy.com slash 3gatm you can uh, subscribe to my newsletter uh, 
course, you're going to see stand-up stuff in there, but I also do put in when we put in new episodes. We do have Twitter, uh, which we're not that big on, but we're also on Instagram, which uh, I'm a little bigger on. Uh, you can follow George nowhere. <laughs> George doesn't want to see you. Uh, that's why he says hateful things. <laughs> you can't at him if he doesn't know you. If you don't know who I am. But uh, you can follow Hunter. Uh, just... Uh, Honestly, I, I'm not too big on the Instagram or anything anymore, but it's uh, the busy guy do for um, for Twitter. Just follow Josh. He's gonna be the one to answer you for stuff. With his terrible, <laughs> the the Disney guy two four at one underscore six two one. I hate when someone follows you on Instagram and they have like a long uh, handle, and you're just like, sir. Is the point? If there's more than two numbers behind your name, <laughs> I'm assuming you're a bot. Great. If, you're, uh, <laughs> if it starts with zero zero zero, yeah. and you can follow James, uh, you can follow me on Facebook. Actually, Vacation Years. It's a new page, and also on Instagram, Vacation Years as well. Um, that's Vacation and then E E R Z. Yeah, no, I gotta, Z I gotta put the Z in there because it is my thing. I guess I put Z instead of S, but. Yeah. He's extreme! <laughs> <laughs> uh, on there, we just post your guys' uh, Disneyland, Disney World, you know, theme park pictures, and uh, we're trying to create a community, so if you want to follow us there, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, so, once again, thank you guys. Uh, of course, big shout out to George, who produces the show. Uh, he mixes it. Uh, we just record and say things. Uh, what was it? It's basically, if you want to know a little insight, it's me writing stuff and researching George mixing, and Hunter just shows up. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, huge shout out to George. Um, anything else? Uh, please go, uh, don't hate me. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, yeah, so make sure to follow us and everything, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Later. Have a good one. Catch you. Why, there's Mr. Snail, and there's a ladybug.